NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Friday, November 12th, a sunny but cold morning in Chicago. The NFT markets are pretty cold as well, but it's not all doom and gloom. We've had some major winners this week, and hey, we could all use some positive news in this NFT market, so we're going to start there. On today's show, we're going to hit those big winners, those being Beeple, ENS, and Airdrop Season, and the Bored Apes just crushing it. Then we're going to get into our market update, show the icy board, and talk about what's trending. We're going to go to One of Wonderland and talk Alpha Satori Kids' new 100 ETH piece. We're going to hit blue chip PFPs as well as art blocks and highlight the edifice curated drop in the first week and secondary reaction for that one. And then we're going to end today's show with another airdrop segment, this time talking about how to best set, up, set yourself up to receive airdrops in the future. A lot to cover. Sound good? Let's go. All right. Our top news story of the day and arguably the biggest winner of the week, maybe of the year, it's Beeple. Uh, so I'm going to highlight this article here showcasing a piece that he sold at Christie's auction here this week. Uh, it's called Human One. It is a hybrid physical digital piece. Uh, it's got four screens displaying this spacesuit clad hero here. This piece went and sold for $28.9 million in the Christie's auction was a big surprise. It had been expected to be purchased for only around 15 million or so. So 2X that one of the biggest NFT and hybrid sales of the year, certainly. And Beeple continues to make just big, big headlines in this space. I was actually catching up a bit on Beeple's sales here over the course of this year. So if folks are aware or not, Bebo caught headlines back in March with his $69 million sale of his piece called The First 5,000 Days, where he had made uh, an art piece for every day for 5,000 straight days, uh, <clears throat> put them all together within one piece. So that I'd say that was one of the big headlines that kind of sprung NFTs into the limelight back earlier this year. And Bebo's had continued success. So if you include his addition sales and this new piece that he sold today, he's sitting on roughly 140 to 150 million in sales by my count. Uh, just an insane amount. I, by far the biggest uh, artist sales winner of, of the year and one of the top uh, of all time. So congrats to Beeple on an amazing year. Another big sale, a sub winner here, Beeple's accountant. He's going he's gonna to have his hands full. All right. Second winner of the week, it's ENS, ENS token and airdrop season. So if anyone's been on NFT Twitter or in Discord this week, the ENS token has been on the top of everyone's mind. It just dominated the news really across the early start of this week. The, we highlighted on Monday's show a bit. So the token dropped Monday evening. Folks were able to claim it. There was a lot of speculation on what we'd see in the price action. So it came out of the gate uh, right around 40 or so. It, it dumped a bit uh, as, as folks started selling their, those, their airdrops. And then it, it marched steadily upwards across the next few days. 
we saw the token price get all the way up to about $80 a token before retracing a bit into the 50s here uh, over the course of this week. So you probably saw the headlines on Twitter. Some folks were talking about paying off their student loans, getting $30,000 airdropped in the NS tokens, $100,000. Um, certainly that is the, the upside that some folks received. On the smaller, more average end, like folks like me, I got 50 tokens. So that's sitting around $2,500, $3,000 or so. You know, certainly a, a very nice airdrop. As I think about the ENS token in my analysis, this, this one is perfectly set up for that 60 IQ, 160 IQ bell curve play, right? So on the 60 IQ side, you've got all the folks who are just super excited that, that they've got this token for free. It's all over their feeds. It's all over Discord. It's all that anyone's talking about. So they see it. They want to buy it. They get in. Then on the 160 IQ side, I've seen a lot of sharps, you know, talking about how ENS is an overall bet on Web3, how it's bigger than just Ethereum, that in fact, I've heard it called leveraged Ethereum, so to speak, and just an, an enormous infrastructure of Web3 play here. Um, so we've certainly seen some, some whales and some sharps make some big buys there. You know, the, the bear case that I've heard is, you know, potentially barrier to entry for other competitors. So this is the .eth domain. What about .crypto or .others that can have similar functionality? So certainly we'll see. I'm holding my 50 tokens, uh, at least for the near future. Um, not investment advice. Do your own research. But that's not the only airdrop to make news or headlines here this week. So Francis, Francis Suarez, the mayor of Miami, made big headlines yesterday talking about giving a Bitcoin yield from Miami coin to all of its citizens. Um, so if folks aren't aware, city of Miami has been on the, the leading edge for tech recently and especially blockchain and everything Web3. They announced a, a Miami coin that they would have and, and start allowing people to mine and stake here a few months back. And now this major announcement, essentially that all of the citizens of Miami will be eligible for essentially this Bitcoin airdrop. Um, if we scroll down a bit in this article, essentially what they're doing is they're gonna make the payments through a digital wallet, work through a variety of exchanges, and then they'll want all the residents to acquire a digital wallet, register it, get it verified, and then they'll be able to claim the airdrop. So it's essentially incentivizing the whole Miami community to get into Web3, learn how digital wallets work, and be rewarded for it, um, which is certainly in line with the Web3 ethos that we've been seeing across the board. Kudos to Francis Suarez. You know, this is very innovative. It is forward thinking, and I think it's going to pay dividends. And certainly Miami has a, a growing approval rating at least from what I'm seeing in NFT Twitter, Web3 Twitter, uh, certainly in, in social circles. I think the other piece of this is you know, they're realizing real revenue here. Over $21 million earned from their Miami coin. If you were to annualize it, uh, it would be up to 20% of their tax revenue. So they're potentially going to be able to remove taxes on their residents through this Miami coin. So very cool to see. Big win for airdrops and Miami residents. But the third winner and maybe the biggest winner of the week, Board API Club. 
they are just crushing it across the board. Three major headlines that I'm going to highlight here. So yesterday, some news broke that Universal Music was going to form this band called Kingship based on Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs. So you can see the four NFTs that are essentially are going to make up this digital rock band. We've got a gold ape, a king ape, a mutant, and then a blue laser beam. Those who aren't aware, Universal Music Group is, they're behind Drake, Taylor Swift, just a major player in this space. Um, the idea is they're going to build story arcs behind this new digital band, and they're actually going to play concerts in the metaverse. I mean, this is all kind of mind-blowing stuff. I don't know exactly what this is going to look like, but it is catching a lot of attention. It's got the music industry now plugged into NFTs, so a huge win, and then a also a huge win for Jimmy McNeilis, Jimmy.eth on Twitter, whose apes are used for this promotion. So huge news there. It'll be very interesting to see what comes out of Kingship. Then this morning, Pranksy, arguably the biggest name in Board Ape Yacht Club, stormed back into the community with a 333 ETH purchase of this gold ape here. What's, there's a lot to, to break down about this sale. So 333 ETH, well over a million dollars. The floor for gold apes now sits at 600 Ethereum. Pranksy actually minted this ape. So if you go back through the sales history on this one, you'll see he's the one who minted it. There's a few transfers here. It was originally sold about five months ago for 11 ETH. And then it's it since traded a few different times before Pranksy bought it back here this morning. For those that aren't aware, Pranksy minted over a thousand bored apes. Really, his minting is what got them to mint out. And then he essentially set the market. So he sold majority of his apes sub two ETH. I know he held the floor at two ETH for a long time. And then marching through his supply and getting past that two ETH border, which was a huge win for that community, what kind of propelled them onwards. And then he famously exited his set. So he sold, I want to say, all of them. And again, the floor is now in the 30s. It's gotten as high as 50, 60. He sold it too. So certainly could have made a lot more, but you know he made a lot on the 1,000, of course. And then he's getting back in. So he's betting big on the apes. And then the third, arguably biggest piece of news for board apes is Jimmy Fallon. So he announced on a show Wednesday night that he had purchased a board ape. Then this morning on Twitter, he made this post permission to come aboard upon here. And he made his ape, his PFP. Um, it's a very sharp looking ape. Kudos to Jimmy. He's got good taste. Of course, not a surprise. He's got 51 million followers on Twitter. And I think this just goes to show how Board Ape Yacht Club is permeating pop culture in America. You know, we see them in the, in the music industry, now in television. They are just riding so high off of NFT NYC and their live events. And it's hard not to be bullish right now on the Board Apes. I know I've personally been a bit bipolar on previous episodes. I've been fairly bearish on apes, but I'm certainly coming around a bit um, I see the upside. I see the, the power the community holds in this collection. And then, of course, the, the token speculation for the BAYC token that's to come here uh, in early 2022. There's a lot of speculation around that. So 
congrats to the community. Congrats to Board Ape on a huge, huge week of news. All right. Well, those are our winners. Let's get into our rotating segments. Let's look at what trending on the IC board. So we'll show the IC three-day view. Um, for those who are familiar with IC, a, a bit of a facelift here on their page. So a few new additions. You can see on the collections vertical that they now have the supply, which is a nice add to see you know, how many NFTs are in these sets. Give you a, some context on the price. And then they've added this market cap um, data point as well to show the overall valuation of the collection. But you know, looking at the board here, you know, I think the headline is the blue chips are dominating and seeing a majority of the volume, but we do have a few new joiners. So starting at the top, Art Blocks, 1300 ETH, uh, mostly on the back of the edifice curated drop from Ben Kovac, and we'll highlight that drop in more detail later on in the show. Next, we've got the Mutant Apes riding high on all the Bored Ape news from this week, and of course, a more attractive price point being right around the 3.94. They've seen some steady volume this week and that floor holding steady in the low fours. I want to say 4.1 the last time I checked. Divine Anarchy, a surprise here in third on the board. Almost a 1,000 ETH traded. The four has retraced a bit, sitting a little bit above 0.2. Uh, we covered that one on the show on Monday. There's some gaming aspects to it. There's a bit of kind of right your own story and community governance. So I'll be curious to see how that one continues to trend out here. Cool Cats in fourth, holding steady. Um, their floor is sitting around six or so. We've got Parallel maintaining. And then some of the new joiners. So Angry Apes is one of the new joiners to the board here this week. They define themselves as a high-utility NFT collection of 8,888 Angry Apes that allows holders to earn additional crypto assets through blockchain gaming. So some gaming aspect there. Um, and they've seen some, some decent volume here, almost 500 ETH. Next, we've got Art Wars. So Art Wars, we briefly highlighted on Monday. I'm going to show their OpenSea page here. So, of course, it's a play on Star Wars. We see the Stormtroopers mask. That's what the NFT image is here, essentially. Um, the floor sitting at 0.8. And it's been rising pretty, pretty steadily over the course of the week. So certainly uh, a strong debut week or a bit above a week there for that collection. We'll be interested to see how that continues to hold up in this market. A few new joiners I'm going to highlight. We've got the Real Goat Society. Uh, an interesting aspect of this project is they say the herd members will receive benefits like access to major events like sports games, academy awards, music festivals, conferences, and concerts. So they're promising some of those IRL perks, which we've started to see a bit more of a trend of in some of these new projects recently. Um, and certainly some market demand for that, as we've seen 300 ETH here traded. A few other new joiners, we've got 10K TF Stockroom and Chain Runners added to the board. And the last one I'll highlight here is ENS on the back of them just kind of taking over the NFT Twitter sphere for the week. They've seen 230 ETH in volume traded. So certainly a big week for ENS as well. All right. That covers us through what's trending in the market. Let's take a look at one of Wonderland 
I'm going to start with this piece from Alpha Centauri Kid. We've covered ACK on the show before. He's one of the most successful new artists to enter the crypto art space here this year. Um, his Genesis piece on Super Rare set the record for uh, Genesis pieces. I think it was over 200 ETH. What I'm showing here is called the Ethereal Rose. The, and I'll read the tagline. The Ethereal Rose is an evolving work of art by ACK. This rose will continue evolving and changing for the rest of time, regardless of human influence. The code has been written. The rose is eternal. It received a 100 ETH bid by Starry Night Cap from VVD to set off that auction. We've got about eight hours to go. From what I've heard, there are several potential buyers kind of looming in wait for this piece. So I'll be very curious to see what the final piece, what the final price goes for on this one. And if Starry Night is able to steal it for 100 or what goes higher. But this is now the second piece from ACK that can, is the ever evolving. It's a really cool idea. I don't think there's too many pieces out there like this. I actually want to say Beeple's uh, piece that we highlighted at the beginning of the show has some type of ever evolving component to it as well. But ACK continues to push the envelope and he is definitely one of the, the biggest and most innovative artists in the space right now. And he's being rewarded for it. Second headline, actually, is, is, we're back on the apes. So there's two NFT uh, Rolling Stone covers related to Bored Apes that have been released on Super Rare from Yuga Labs. This is an, uh, the first time Rolling Stone has done an NFT type cover copyrighted from November of this year. Uh, you can see that the Bored Ape on some animated bananas. Both, there is a, a standard Bored Ape as well as a Mutant Ape cover. They're both sitting at 23 ETH bids here. Uh, with a few days left in the auction, have to imagine that these go north of 50 ETH, but will be certainly an interesting one to watch. Those are really the headlines. Other than that, it's been a fairly quiet week in the one-on-one world and super rare. A few other notable sales. X copy sold an edition on known origin for 20 ETH. We saw an IM masquerade piece selling for 30 Ethereum. Pulsing Eye by Hack Hex sold for 29 and Van Armin has sold a couple pieces this week in the 12s. And we'll send out uh, these pieces and their links in our show notes uh, to come later this afternoon. All right, well, let's get into our next segment here with blue chip PFPs. I'm going to start with Crypto Punks. Of course, it always starts and ends with the Punks. I'm going to show their sales board. You know, I feel like I'm a, a broken record. It feels like a quiet few days, but the sales board doesn't really reflect that. So I'm counting 40 sales uh, in the past three days. And there's been some, certainly some notable ones. So I think the biggest one is the 500 ETH top hat 3D glasses from Mike McDonald, uh, famous in Poker Circle, and is also was early to NFTs. Uh, a very one of the highest sales in a long time there with 500 ETH. We saw three big hoodies come off the board, one at 311, 250, and 250. So that floor has actually dropped. It was sitting around around 320 to 340 just a few weeks ago. Um, so we've seen some retracing there. Um, 
other notable highlights, you see the smiling cowboy for two, 288. That's certainly a, a grealish punk. Um, and then the rest of this has, has really been primarily floors. So speaking of that, it's a good transition to checking our floor stats here from our friends at WGMI.io, an easy place just to go and quickly see all the project floors here together. So sticking with the PFPs, Punk's no longer the top PFP on the board. Their floor has dropped to below 80. It's sitting at 78.88 here this morning. Uh, <clears throat> what's interesting to me is how long the Punk floor held around 100 and in the upper 90s, but it seems like the capitulation has come. Some say it's because this new uh, whale has awoken and started dumping on the market. So someone owns like 75 Punks. They've been listing several of their collection at steep discounts. And that certainly has had an impact on the floor there. Um, but CyberKong's Genesis sitting slightly above the punks now at an 83 ETH floor. Taking a step back though, and just kind of looking at the seven day change here across all these collections, it continues to be red 10 to 20% drops week over week, which has been again, the, the theme that I've been saying on the show really every week for the last three to four weeks, it seems. But a few bright spots, primarily the board apes. We've covered them in plenty of detail, so I won't cover them anymore. But their floor is holding steady right around 32, 33. Scrolling down, we've got the Cool Cats holding steady at 6.2, but down 8% on the week. And then let's look for the Toads. Here we've got the Toads sitting at 4.1, down about 10% on the week. A few positive signs here this morning. Anonymous went toad shopping again, bought three toads. And then we saw that Swamp Gold, those who know like Loot Gold, and then we had Blue Gold earlier in this year. There is a Swamp Gold potential token coming for Cryptoads owners. I just saw that announced this morning. So that's going to be an interesting one to watch. But overall, a fairly rough week for the blue chip PFPs. Let's just stay on the board and look up at art blocks. So starting at the top, Fidenza floor sitting now at 85, down 20% on the week, steep discount from its all-time high of a 208th floor. Pretty, same, pretty similar trend down the board. We've got Ringer sitting at 63, down 16%. Elevated deconstructions have held steady on the week actually at 50, but of course, not much movement. Uh, our liquidity in, in that set right now. Archetypes down at 15, subscapes at 14, Unigrids down below 10 at 9.9. .9. I think arguably the biggest headline here is Squiggles. Squiggles down at 6.5 floor from a 20 E4 all-time high, so down about 66%. I've gone on the show saying that I think Squiggles are a bet on art blocks. I could see them you know, getting into the punk-level pricing down the line in the future. I still, I still hold that belief. And I would say that price point is becoming more and more attractive, um, but certainly one to watch. One bright spot, we see a little green here, fragments of an infinite field by Monica, uh, slightly up on the week. So those are the floor headlines. I do wanna talk a little bit about the drop we saw on Monday. So the edifice project from Ben Kovac, dropped right after our show on Monday, ended up minting out at the, at the price of 2.4 ETH 
That was actually the over-under that I set live on the show on Monday. So nailed that one. And then it was an interesting market reaction. So the floor ended up briefly surging over four ETH at one point in initial early trading on the secondary. It has since been steadily and slowly declining here over the course of the week and now sits at a 2.25 ETH floor here uh, when you go to their page. You know, this was an interesting one to watch as I think it's, it's a reflection of the overall market and how these new curated drops would go. You know, I feel like this is now becoming a similar price arc that we're seeing. So for these mints that go down to a reasonable level, we see an initial pop on secondary, some FOMO, you know, from folks who weren't able to buy in on the mint. And then the flippers prevail, try to exit the, the collection. And once the liquidity starts to dry up, the floor undercutting happens. And now we're seeing that with gas, the floor has certainly dropped a bit below the mint here, about 10% below. We'll be curious to see how this one holds up. Um, I, I would predict the floor on this one continues to drop a bit. I see that it will go into the ones um, just you know based on the overall supply of this at 975 pieces in the set and just the overall trends and, and state of the market. Um, but I did see a, you know this widely acclaimed and discordant on Twitter. Certainly folks love these pieces. I think we saw some high sales um, in high single digits. I think we saw some in the 20s as well. I don't think we've seen anything crazy around like the three digits like we've seen in some sets. But congrats to Ben on still a, a, big, a big drop. One to watch today. So we've got a playground drop from Stefan Contiero of Fermenti, an acclaimed curated set, as well as Rina Sita, um, a playground piece that, that caught wide acclaim earlier in the summer. His drop is called Saturation. It will be on our blocks. I want to say it's actually going live right now. Um, so we'll we need to check in on that right after the show. That takes us through our blocks. So and that really rounds out our segments. I am going to end here by talking a bit about airdrops. So we talked about this airdrops of the winter of the week. It's airdrop season. I want to show this thread from LG Doucette, um, self-described DeFi, DeFi and NFT advocate, founder of the First Mint. He posted a nice thread this week about if you're sad you missed this drop, here's how you can prepare yourself for the next one. So I think this is good info for our listeners. So I'm going to take us through this thread a bit. So first, he says, know what the tokens do. Tokens aren't purely for profit. They can be used for governance, staking, in-game, and treasury. Um, and it can actually be a mixed bag of all of those. So the ENS token is primarily a governance token. You can use it to take part in votes. That will be happening, happening kind of making decisions on the future uh, of that platform. Um, the Botto token, which we've covered on the show, the AI artist that, that generates pieces for super rare, it has both a staking component as well as governance. And then in-game, so the Cool Cats token, that milk token, as I understand it, will have that in-game utility where you can use it to interact with your creatures, to feed your creatures, and essentially mutate and change those. So those are some of the different use cases. Um, and they can be given to early adopters, investors, contributors, and we'll, we'll cover that a bit more later here. 
So he goes on to say, recognize the significance of governance. So this is not just free cash. This is the new Web3 model, right? As a token owner, you actually have a say in the, the future of these products and these protocols, which is you know, certainly new, right? It's, it's a new feeling as a token owner to, to now have these opportunities to interact with governance and help make these decisions. So it's certainly one I think we're all going to have to internalize and digest a bit. Um, you know, he goes on to say research past airdrops. I definitely co-signed this one. Some of the biggest uh, previous airdrops, Uniswap, Axie Infinity, and of course, ENS domains. So read up on those, understand how the drop went, who got the tokens, and that will help inform, you know, what you can do to put yourself in place for future potential drops. I'm going to quickly scroll through the rest of this, read the charts, understand the distribution models. This is important to understand who's actually getting the tokens. You know, it, it's, it's a mixed bag of those who just use the protocol, then the contributors of so people who are actually in the discords providing, you know, feedback and actually helping to you know, helping the team. They typically get rewarded for more. And then there's typically a treasury of some kind. Um, what else does he go on to say here? I like his post number eight a lot. So set yourself up for the airdrops, engage, participate, buy, sell, sign up, vote, trade, refer friends, stick, collect. This is how you earn tokens. Start learning DeFi. I mean, DeFi was certainly, I'd say, where these airdrops kind of started. There's some good resources here. Bankless HQ, certainly one of the best to start to learn about DeFi and read up, especially on those protocols who have done these types of token drops. Finding tools. So he actually posts a link to earni.fi, which helps you know if you have unclaimed airdrops. I actually signed up for this site this morning, saw that I had four popes that I could actually go ahead and claim. And then I input in my email, so I'll be notified of future airdrops. An easy, free-to-do tool to use there. Um, you know, he says, be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, some of these have taken you know, years of interaction to drop, like Axie. He said he, he bought ENS domains over a year before the airdrop. Um, and then consider holding. So this is, again, not investment advice. A lot of folks are in the camp of if you get an airdrop, just sell it, take your profits. And that's hard to argue with, right? Especially for folks who need the income. But I think my take is every product is different. And if you believe in the long-term aspects of a protocol, then I would say don't you know, necessarily just drop right, on, right off the gun, right off the come out. You'll consider waiting a bit. Um, and certainly that's how I'm personally <clears throat> playing the ENS drop. Um, and then the last piece is imagine the possibilities. Now it's DeFi protocols tomorrow. It's social plus brands. Meta could tokenize. Twitter could tokenize. Discord could tokenize. And then, of course, Board Ape Yacht Club will be the first global brand to tokenize their entire community. So this idea of tokenization, airdrops, we are at the, just the tip of the iceberg. This is just getting started. This is the new Web3 model. We can absolutely expect more of this to come. You know, I think my final point and advice to listeners is really coming back to his point eight. It's sit down, think about, you know, how you can set yourself up to be a recipient of these airdrops. So think about which of these protocols are most, most likely to do this. If you don't know, research Twitter, 
hear what people are talking about on Discord. There's been tons of chatter about this this week. Certainly the, the top of the mind one is MetaMask. There is a lot of speculation that MetaMask, for instance, is going to do a token drop. So let's follow that use case out a bit. If you think that MetaMask is going to drop a token, start using MetaMask more. Set up more wallets. Start using their swap feature, which is actually how they generate profit. They take a small cut. So instead of using Uniswap or SushiSwap, actually use the swap function on MetaMask. Um, potentially get in Discord and provide feedback types of things. Um, that's how you can use the protocol. Some folks think that you know, essentially just interacting with web three protocols will be enough. It could be a full-time job and generate enough income to kind of pay the bills and across the, the go forward future. And I would say I probably co-sign that take. So read this thread. There's some, we'll, we'll post some links in the show notes. There's been some nice articles talking about other protocols that could be dropping tokens in the near future. Read up, set yourself up for success. And just, start to understand this new aspect of Web3 culture. All right, that's our show for today. Coming up, uh, we'll be back Monday morning and then for a normal show and then Friday, we will have another interview. Um, we're still trying to finalize that, but with high hopes for a good one to come next Friday. Definitely excited for that. To our listeners, as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you Monday at 11 a.m. Central. Until then, Stay safe in those NFT streets. Goodbye.